So those shiny ass pink nails, what made you go get that? Because you always have designs on your nails. Well, I'm kind of in between sessions with my main nail tech, but I also have two really big events in between. <laughs> so I had to make sure my nails don't look janky as fuck. So I had to get them done just like a regular fill. I even cut the claws off. They're just like a regular. <laughs> yeah, they're a lot shorter, but if I had to go solid color, I was going to go bright ass pink because I'm not just regular schmegular. <laughs> There's nothing yeah, final about like, you. <laughs> the designs. What do you, because I know your kids be like looking at you and it's like, Ms. Rodriguez, I like your nails. Yeah, they do. They be checking my nails. They're going to be like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in between, motherfuckers. I'm in between. <laughs> Welcome to the weekly show about art, politics, and pop culture from a phenomenally female perspective. I'm Eliane. I'm Shantae. I'm Sarah. I'm Lauren Ashley. I'm Katie. And this is Unapologetically She. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically She. This is episode 15, ladies. Woo! Welcome back, oh, listeners. If you've been here from the beginning, thank you very much. If you haven't, please catch up. So, wow, what a week it has been with all of these hearings and everything. But Sarah, tell us what libations we're going to be imbibing <laughs> Get <laughs> because it's been a crazy week indeed it's a free-for-all drink whatever the fuck you want this week yeah. <laughs> what we all drinking katie what are you drinking i got a bourbon with peach lemonade and it's fucking fantastic <laughs> katie and her motherfucking bourbon katie you need to come up with a damn bourbon line yes <laughs> like a drink design bourbon. <laughs> something that pretty ass glass that you got there. Oh, I'm drinking a Sudden Home wine in the courtesy of my mom. She's oh. been giving me wine lately. I don't know, because my mom's been buying a lot of wine. And <laughs> I, I'm, I'm assuming she's going through some things with her family. So <laughs> she's been drinking wine. Because my cousin's in a hospital. Oh. That's the one that, yeah, that's the one that his brother died. Yeah, I... I don't know. What, I think they want to go with Jesus with my cousin and his mom. So I don't know. But um, it's stressing my mom out. And my mom okay. is buying wine. So we've been drinking wine. So prayers have been lifted. So Sarah, what you been drinking? Because you seem like a daughter. <laughs> and Javi, you crazy? <laughs> you know, uh, well, because the fact that my eight-year-old likes to talk to us like she's a teenager, I just decided to crap up. Crack, crack, not crap. Crack open the Riesling. There you go. Ooh, good choice. Right. So there you go. Well, I'm going old school. I'm drinking a Bud Light. 
I'm just drinking light beer tonight, ladies. <laughs> you don't have no belly, so you good. Yeah. Light beer, baby. <laughs> you have a snatch belly for a girl that drinks a lot of festive drinks with liquor. You have no belly. Thank you, boo. <laughs> Thank you, boo. Because there's people that be drinking beer, they, you could tell like they belly lamp. It's <laughs> 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 nasty. Oh. <laughs> so we got beer, liquor, and wine. We're, we've got it all covered. Yeah, yeah. we go. We got all our bases covered. <laughs> How was everyone's week? It's been a week. Yeah, it's been a week. <laughs> How many hours did it take us to get through? Listeners, we've been trying to record this episode for about a week now. <laughs> so. Yeah, we were supposed to record it on Wednesday. And now it's so Monday. So apologies to our patrons for um, not having early content out. Well, you have it uh, a few hours early. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't have it, shit. You pay for it. So we're going to get it earlier than everybody else. Yes. There you go. That's right. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, my students, uh, it, it was quite a week at work. So on Wednesday, we had the Guggenheim exhibit at our school to showcase all their art. And we had their parents come. That was very nice. Thursday was the fifth grade dance. And when the fuck did these kids start getting dances in fifth grade? But um, they got on point. My second grader had a school dance on Friday. Oh, hell. Oh, yeah. He was holding a boy's hand. She did not go. She did not go. We had already made plans. We forgot about the school dance. So we had already made plans. But yes, the second graders, second graders have a dance. No, what Sarah said, like, you ain't dancing with no boy. (laughs) You ain't ain't dancing with anybody. You are eight years old, (laughs) ma'am. Sarah said, not today, not today. <laughs> Who touch you? Who touch you? I am you? not, I'm not ready for this. I'm not ready for this. Oh, yes. The fifth grade dance was hilarious. And then, and then Friday was the graduation, which was beautiful. And then uh-huh. we had staff end of the year party Friday night. And hopefully I still like, you know, have some friends at school on tomorrow morning. <laughs> After the end of the year party. No, I'm kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> but no, it was a fun time. It was a okay. fun time indeed. <laughs> we still have. D- Dina still has a week left. Ooh. Oh, I it's all half. It's all half days, but they don't graduate and do all that stuff until this Friday. Oh, so. nice. No, I did yeah. cry at graduation, Shantae. I, I, I shed a tear or two. I was like, my baby's settling the choir. Very lovely. Oh, yeah. We've got, we put our teachers to work all summer in Kentucky. We've got them training again this week. Oh, hell. This time really, yeah. They've been out for a month, but we, uh-uh. all of our projects that we do, um, they, uh, like our, they get these grants through the districts, so they have to do one to two weeks in training in the summer. <laughs> I know they tight. <laughs> they're you know they're awesome teachers for it. I appreciate their all their hard work that they put into it. And 
So I get the early language literacy teachers this week, which will be fun. I love, it's the little that we get to do fun, ridiculous projects with them. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but to your point, um, um, Eliane, they get out early down there where Katie is, like people like the South, they get out like close. They've been out since like May 17th. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like starting like middle of August, which is oh, ridiculous. Oh yeah, God, I graduated. I graduated high school in May. Yeah, mm-hmm. like mid- Oregon, we don't get out. They get out last week. I think. Yes, I'm part have, of school, have school years like extended as we've gotten older, or like in, in, in certain places in New York is always kids always got out like towards the end of June and start like right after Labor Day, like two or three days after Labor Day. I remember. In um, high school, I got out on the 25th on a Friday. That was like the, it's rare on a Friday. It's normally like a Monday and Tuesday we get out, but yeah. You know what? I think that, I think that just backs up my point that like the states like New York and every, like all the other states that have longer school years are smarter because the people in Utah. (laughs) We get a lot of them. Oh, damn. (laughs) I don't, I don't, I I will let me not all Utahns. Not all Utahns. <laughs> Hashtag not all Utahns. <laughs> Poor Utah. But it's, it's just, sorry. But yeah, so. sorry, but yeah, never mind. I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut on Utah. The burning questions, huh? Let's just... <laughs> We're gonna get a lot of hate mail from Utah this week. Please don't ask me about toilet paper. Don't ask me about toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> These are important questions, like- Shantae. We need to. Oh, know. I got a great question for you because I think you're going to crack up and I can't wait for the answers. Let's start with Shantae as we're we'll talking about toilet paper. How are, how are we getting these questions anyway? Are oh, these friendly Fine. Google. <laughs> Hashtag Google rocks. <laughs> so, Shantae, <laughs> if animals could talk, which would be the rudest? Say that again. If animals could talk, which would be the rudest? Oh, will be the rudest is cat. Cats are evil. I'm sorry. Cats are cats are evil. They like to scratch and shit. I got scratched before. I'm starting to come around with dogs, but do I want to pick up dog shit? Do I want to clean cat litter? What the fuck I look like? So if a cat will be rude to my clean my cat litter, bitch, no. Out of here. That is the correct answer. <laughs> yes, I was like, why didn't Katie like why didn't Katie ask me this? Because I'm gonna say cats and there's Shante. She she knows. Shante knows. knows. Sarah, what sport would be the funnest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol to? I'm sorry, what was that? What sport would be the funnest to add a because you know that's a word, um, a mandatory amount of alcohol. <laughs> what sport wouldn't be fun without a mandatory amount of alcohol i'm sorry it's more like which sport wouldn't be absolutely deadly if you add a bunch of alcohol all right so like extreme snowboarding is out Mm -hmm. um (laughs) i feel like they're drunk already doing that sport so i mean come on there's already a sport where there's mandatory amount of alcohol and that would be bowling indeed that's true. So that's my answer. <laughs> Elion, if you could be a fly on the wall, who would you want to listen in on? <laughs> I feel like I can't actually say what I want to say out loud. <laughs> I'm going to keep that 
one to the head, but oh. um, wow, huh? I would love to be a fly on the wall in the Oval Office. Yes, that's a good one. I want to know, but also in somebody else's house, but I'm not going to name them. Schmeyer. Well, how about in the GOE's <laughs> office? I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, in the GOP. Oh, you right, you right, you right. Not the RG one, not the RG office. No, 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 no I don't want to see the Coke orgies. No. The <laughs> legend. I, I, I don't want to win. We all know that there's not an orgy. There's not an orgy happening over there because they all have that flaccid small dick energy. Tweezer dick, Ayo. Hashtag tweezers. <laughs> I'm in a mood today, y'all. Sorry. That's going to be why we get sued, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, either her or I. For playing here, sorry. Thank you for those burning questions. Absolutely. Good answers, ladies. Burning Ooh. questions, Orgy. <laughs> <laughs> so we're about to get into something serious because, you know, it's Juneteenth. It is And Juneteenth. finally, America starts to realize their reckoning and they still got to realize more. They do. Because there's some other holidays they need to have all. But we ain't going to say. <clears throat> it's too much to say and we're trying to keep this short so we can keep our listeners. You know what I'm saying? So according to history.com, Juneteenth, what is Juneteenth? Juneteenth commemorates the effectiveness of end of slavery in the United States. And it started on June 19th, 1865, marks the day when the federal troops arrived in Galveston, Texas in 1865 to take control of the state that ensured that all enslaved people be free. The troops arrived, came in full, in full, two, full two and a half years after signing the Emancipation Proclamation, January 1st, 1863, even though it was signed by then President Abraham Lincoln, all slaves did not know they were free until 1865, June 19th, 1865. And so Juneteenth honors the end of slavery in the United States and considered the longest running African-American holiday. And it became a national holiday in June 17th. Now, according to um, congress.gov, that's where people need to Google and find out who was the sponsor of this bill. So let's take it back to the House of Representatives. Why don't we? Do I have that information? I do. I believe it was a Senate, um, a Congresswoman from Pennsylvania. And her name is, I had it on me. It's, where is she? Because I have the Senate stuff. Um, it's, a, it's a representative from Pennsylvania, District 5. Her is um, Representative Gay. Representative Gay. And there we go, I remembered it. And she introduced the bill first. And then in the Senate, it was Ed Murphy from Massachusetts, the senior senator from Massachusetts. So who voted for this bill, believe it or not, if you be surprised, in the Senate, who were the co-sponsors of this bill was Senator Booker, Senator Smith, Senator Schwartz, Senator Hirano, Senator Blumenthal, Senator Feinstein, Senator Rosen, Senator 
White House, Senator uh, Cortez Masto, Senator um, Mima, Senator <laughs> Melendez, Senator Murky, Merkley, Senator Klobuchar, Senator Casey, Senator Baldwin, Senator Van Hollen, Senator Durbin, Senator Warren, Senator Duckworth, Senator Cantel, Senator Bennett, Senator Brown, Senator Reese, Senator Kane, Senator Coons, uh, Senator Debbie Masto, Senator Lujan, Senator Wyden. So basically all the Democratic um, senators except Joseph Manchin III, even though he did vote it for the bill. And the Republican sponsors, I'm shocked, Senator Cornyn, Senator Burr, Senator Ernst, Senator Rubio, Senator Hawley, shocked, Senator Langford, Senator Fisher, Senator Carpo, Senator Cassidy, Senator Kramer, Young, Hyde-Smith. Yeah, girl. Senator Highsmith, Sarah, my face was like that too. Senator Collins, Senator Portman, Senator Scott, Senator Hoven, and Senator Capito. So in the House of Representatives, wow. yes, in the House of Representatives, over a hundred and like no, over like two hundred people in the House voted against the bill, including the Patriots, Adam Daniel Kissinger, and Elizabeth Lynn Cheney. So this bill here is important. I'm glad it's a national holiday, even though I celebrated, you know, Independence Day, but I also knew about Juneteenth and like my end of, most of my teen years, I learned about Juneteenth and I went to the museum, the African-American Smithsonian Museum on Juneteenth in 2017. What great way to go and learn about your history, which I already knew about my history because in college, my white professor made sure like, this is what the white people did to you. This is unfortunately what my goddamn ancestors did to your ass. So, you know, this holiday is, is significant and I am not just on my pro-blackness. I always been pro-black. The first day when I went to elementary school, PS 87 on the Upper West Side, cause I grew up in New York city, even though my city is diverse, they say, but I always, Remember, this is the first thing my mother said, remember who you are. You're a black little girl. I went to school in the Upper West Side. I was one of the few only black people from my neighborhood in Harlem that went to school downtown because all the other kids in my neighborhood, they went to their zone school. My grandmother worked for the Board of Ed. So you remember that you're black. Even though a lot of my history wasn't really taught in school too much, I watched PBS, I read books, I went to the local libraries, I didn't live too far from the Schomburg. I used to walk to the Schomburg Library, the research library, what well, is still there, they just remodeled their front area. I learned about things over time. There were certain things I did not learn right away. I learned over time, I learned even in church about Juneteenth, in church. I learned about Black Wall Street, in church. I learned about Tulsa, in church, when I was in my teens. And I read more about it because I got inquisitive and then I got more inquisitive when I got older. And I even looked at like the textbooks and how my teachers skipped over certain things because it was not part of the DOE curriculum. But I read like, what about Ida B. Wells, journalism and everything. So this holiday means something. So I did not go to any celebrations, unfortunately, because there was none that I didn't get the chance to, but I read stuff. I watched certain things. I didn't watch the thing on um, CNN, but I watch certain movies and I watch movies all year round. I don't have one day to commemorate. Mm -hmm. I watch things as a young black girl. I, 
I was so inquisitive of learning certain things. Like that's why I used to look at white people a certain way when I was young. And it's not, I'm racist because I've been called a race baiter too many times. I am not a race baiter because trust me, if I was, I think I got every right to be. But um, no, I just like to learn about certain things. And I like to learn about even my ancestors, you know, in the motherland. I like to learn about them, learn about their culture. And so it's always good to learn about things because as Black people, that Juneteenth is just the beginning, but we still have a long way to go. We still need to honor Malcolm X. Yes, he's a controversial figure, but his birthday's on May 19th. And what I like about what Harlem does, it closed down the stores for a couple hours on 125th Street on that strip, even though he um, preached at the mosque on 135th Street, not too far from the Schomburg, where he gathered all the Black Muslims together and just encourage people and when he found out like you know there's other muslims of different colors he basically been inclusive so at the end of his life you know he wrote his wrongs he did so people not honoring him that's insane but what i don't like about what white leftists do they try to say that jimmy Dore got malcolm x level energy if i was a shabazz child i would fuck all of them up mm-hmm. okay like that ass but to make this note, Juneteenth is just the beginning of having this holiday off. Having this holiday off doesn't mean, you know, you just sit down and relax mm-hmm. to the white people. You learn of what the fuck you did. You watch TV, not if it's a TV program like PBS, but you read some books, as Dr. C always say. Read some goddamn books. Learn listen to conversations with black elders and try to you know process that information don't culture misappropriate don't do that but learn yeah ladies is anything that you guys want to say there's teachers um there's book readers on this panel and there's mothers on this panel is anything y'all want to say yeah thank you for that chanted that was phenomenal and yeah i I tried my best you do a a great job and that was very educational and you're right. And I've, I think we're a lot of the ways the same ways of inquisitive. I've always been. I learned about Juneteenth the same way through reading it at books at the library. Never was taught about it in school until college. Um, and one of the ways, like, you know, books is always ways for me to, one, learn, but also food is another way. And that's one of the ways I celebrated uh, Juneteenth, the top of reading. I started reading on Juneteenth by Annette Gordon-Reed um, last week. I'm reading like four books right now, so it's really complicated. <laughs> but this one, it's phenomenal. She's a great writer. Um, but, you know, one of my favorite ways always to connect with any type of culture is going through their food. And so I went, there was, Lexington had a Soul Fest starting this last week and amazing black vendors, black owned vendors were showing up cooking food and um, and I was talking with one of them about it because she had, she, had, she had some amazing red velvet cupcakes. So I was asking her about the history behind that. She's one of the things is red food and green food are very popular to cook for in celebration of Juneteenth that she was telling me because while well, the red represents uh, the blood that was shed um, on the pathway to freedom. So like red velvet cake, 
strawberry sodas, red punch, red rice from Charleston. But she had some phenomenal foods there. Um, green representing prosperity, which is, you know, obviously okra stir fry that she had. She had this, which was so good. I was like, I got to find out how to make that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I got to try some great food this weekend. And, um, you know, there's great shows to watch about it, too. On food like High on the Hog um, on Netflix. Has, and it actually has a whole Juneteenth episode dedicated to that where it goes down to Texas and, you know, black cowboys and everything. So that's how I have always tried to recognize it, you know, on top of learning from black elders about it and talking with the community and supporting that community as well, which I try to do all year round, but especially focused on that this week. <laughs> Stuff to say, because look, that brain of yours. 
<laughs> I mean, first of all, it pisses me off to no end that we do not have a federal holiday recognizing Malcolm X that you brought up earlier. Controversial or not, Martin Luther King Jr. was considered controversial. So, yeah, I that part where you were talking about that stuck with me because I mean, there's no denying what Malcolm X did. And, and there's no holiday to honor Mega Everest. He died on nope. June 12, mm -hmm. 18, I mean, 1963 in his home, like literally coming out the car, got mm -hmm. shot. Yep. Mm -hmm. in Oregon, moved to Oregon for a long time. Yep. But, um, you know, as for as for Juneteenth and everything and what we do here at home, um, Dina's school had a section on Juneteenth that they were teaching the kids. Um, her after school program also had like activities and everything for the kids um, to participate in for fun, but educational at the same time. They also did like this big mural um, standing against racism and they had all the kids trace their hands together. And they, so they did like this huge thing to put up on the walls there. So for school, that's, you know, that's what she's doing there. But at home, you know, we, it's, it's normal everyday type thing where we're trying to get her to read children's books with black faces and with brown faces. Um, so, I mean, it's a normal everyday occurrence with that, but we try to push that on Juneteenth. Um, she was just she was just reading one of uh, Vice President Harris's books the other day. The superheroes are everywhere. She was just oh. reading that one. Um, but as you know, like I don't really do anything but go through news feeds, Twitter feeds, Facebook feeds and see who's posting what in history so I can learn about it because Juneteenth is not a day for me to say shit. It's a day for me to sit back and listen and retweet or otherwise push black voices. I got no voice on this day and I, as I shouldn't. I wanna know that Megan McCain tweeted something because if she did, I'm going off. Oh, but she better just have sat there and just have been quiet all day, all day long. I don't think all so. Gonna somebody gonna post all it. the screenshots of what Republicans say, and I'm going to go off. And I got every right to. Yeah. Especially with Elizabeth and Adam, because they did not vote. They voted against the bill. They also voted against voting rights. They and do George not. Floyd. Uh huh. They do not care one single shit about black and brown people not one here is my ass our producer said in his tweet they are not your friends elizabeth and adam i'm saying elizabeth's name because i don't fucking do that nickname really that nickname shit elizabeth is not your friend elizabeth is not your friend okay you hear the panelists I got two Caucasian panelists who are culturally aware, who know 
not to say shit, but educate the people around them with affairs, have children, making sure their children are culturally aware. I got a Afro-Latino teacher on here. They know the assignment. Republicans, don't make me get started on the black ones. At least one black one voted for the fucking bill. I don't know about the other one in the house, the other one for Florida, or Burgess. I don't know about them two knuckleheads because they, they, I'm going to research to see if they voted for, voted for the bill. But to white Republican women or white women that don't support Juneteenth and one has to shut the fuck up. This is not your day. Point blank and period. Now end this with this. If you want to learn about black culture or Latino culture, or Asian culture, or indigenous culture. Sit back and listen. Don't fucking say shit. Like exactly. what we said, it's hard to be, you know, a minority, uh, a, a pe- person of color. I don't like to say minority. A person of color in this country, especially African American, because you're still a motherfucking target, no matter what. So, I'ma say this: if you want to be an ally. Read some damn books. Don't say shit. Just read some damn books and listen. That's all I got to say. Sixteen nineteen project is a good place to start, white women. Indeed, <clears throat> Shante. I don't know. Honestly, we were going to continue this the rest of this episode talking about the hearings, but 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 honestly, I think that you said everything that needed to be said this week. And I really don't think that there is anything left to motherfucking say. Like on that point, I don't think we need to focus on another topic. I, I don't think it's right that, that Juneteenth be sharing any time with anything else. Wow. We got more hearings coming up this week. We'll cover yeah, them next week. We've got plenty of you know, so there's plenty of juicy shit that, that come out. And I have to watch the hammers from last week because this is what happens when you go to work in person. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't watch it. Damn it. No. I had to record those motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. I, I have been listening to them via podcast the day after while I'm getting ready for work or getting ready go. for my day. Sorry. I got to watch them like right after. I got to watch them when I eat. I got to watch them like on like my iPad. I think I'm gonna watch in there because on Thursday night there's a versus. Oh, ah, so listen, oh, Marion versus Mario. Ooh. Oh, that's gonna be a good one. That's my Ooh. high school years. Yeah, I am <laughs> over that, Shantae. You know what, listeners? We're gonna come back to you. We're gonna give you the time that the hearings deserve. But I, we just we don't want to take anything away from Juneteenth, the history, oh. and just everything that Shantae just lay it on us so i think what we're gonna do now is we're each gonna give you our nominees we're gonna do it a little bit different this week we'll give you our nominees for bitch ass and badass of the week and then you'll vote and we will give you the the winners in the following episode so i guess we can start off with bitch ass of the week (laughs) who are you nominating this week Did we lose Shantae? Shantae. Okay. So, okay. Katie, 
Go ahead. All right. <laughs> I have got and Eric Greitens. <clears throat> this mother, <clears throat> this asshole <laughs> puts out basically a video mm-hmm. ad endorsing hunting Republicans that are currently supporting that they think are supporting Joe Biden's agenda when it comes to this one January 6th meeting. And um, so that's the times that we're living in now that we're putting out promotional videos to hunt down your own party. So he's issuing rhino hunting licenses. Yes. Idiot. Yes. So that doesn't deserve bitch ass. I don't know what does. (laughs) So disgusting. Holy shit. Jesus. And because because mine is tied to hers, mm. my bitch ass, Katie Turr. Mm-hmm. Katie Turr. Because of the both sizing. That be- I would say I would say her and Casey Hunt, but Casey Hunt, we already had last week. Oh, yeah. we dragged the fucking shit out of her ass. Hunt. Cunt. <laughs> Cunt. That's it, you next. Cunt. <laughs> Oh, but, so mine's alien because my house phone. This is what happens when you have a fucking house phone. Tell them, monster. Who has a house phone? Um, my uh, one of my honorees. I'm going to save for the next time. But um, I have Virginia Thomas. Ooh, Virginia Thomas is going to testify because now she's she's trying to backtrack. You know her shit. So mm-hmm. I can't wait. Virginia Thomas is supposed to testify. I don't know which day it is, but she's supposed to testify to the one six committee. Oh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I mean, it kind of doesn't need even <laughs> they've got the text messages and everything. It's like I can't she's so screwed. She's so screwed. I can't take wait. her husband with her. Take her out to the mm. And you know so funny, and I gotta say this. Claire Thomas is black. He's, he's, he's a Negro, as I said. That's what they used to call Black people back then before they said African-American. You would think that he would be fubu, right? For us, by us. He's not. So the fact that this, his white wife did all of this shit was in part of attempting the coup on the Capitol, and it has not happened since the War of 1812, that now she's going to testify. She's going to take his black ass down. And that's all I'm saying. Take him down. Take them all down. Burn it to the ground with fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies, my nominee for bitch ass of the week is one that I'm sure we could nominate every single goddamn week. And that's Bill Maher for just being the dumbest bitch ass dumbass that you can possibly imagine. And talking about how he didn't know that like the stock market crashed in like the early 2020s. Like really bro? Yeah, I didn't know that. I can't even fucking deal. Ugh. I don't like I his stale ass. He looked like a stale potato. You know when they like turn green and turn like all kind of colors and shit? He looked like that. Uh, and you know what's so sad? He's from Queens. Like that bum. Yo, <laughs> some, yo, we gotta have a, a, a tribunal with Queens and see, figure out what the hell's going on over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
well. Yeah. All right. So the nominees again for bitch ass of the week, Ginny Thomas, Eric Greetens. Did I say that correctly? Yes, Greetens, 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 Katie Turr and Bill Maher. And now ladies, who is your nominee for badass of the week? I went with Judge Michael Luddick for his testimony last week. Get it. Fucking A was that powerful. Mm-hmm. And his follow-up tweets, actually. I don't like, you know, I know a lot of people aren't on Twitter, but he actually, because a lot of people came out and says, well, he's got a stroke, so stop trying to. He came out and says, no, please stop trying to blame this on a stroke. This is how I'm trying to talk because this is how important my fucking words are right now that I wanted to make sure everything I said was clear and concise that nobody could take and run it a different way and more power to him. And this is a very highly conservative judge coming out and saying the things that he is saying that need to be said. So I found that, I found that powerful. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> before we started recording, Katie and I both had the same person. So since she, since she grabbed that one, I um, my nomination for Badass of the Week is uh, Pence's lawyer, Greg Jacob, because his testimony was just as compelling and inflammatory and yeah, it right there with Judge Luddick. It was just it was a good pairing. <laughs> it was a it was a good pairing, and just the shit that they told like what they witnessed during the days leading up to January 6th was his look when they said do you realize you were 40 feet away like he didn't know that till they said that in that Mm -hmm. he had no idea how fucking close I I I swear that you probably could he probably dropped one yeah (laughs) because he did not realize that he was that close to to potentially dying Well, my nominee for badass of the week is Jennifer Hudson for winning a Tony and becoming a fucking EGOT. I love her. Like how very few artists in general can say Mm -hmm. they won an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony, let alone black women. And she just fucking did it. So big ups to Jennifer Hudson. I always liked her. I always, maybe because I'm an R&B head. Cause I, I, I always liked her. She's like in the top 20. She's not in my top five or top 10, but she's in the top 20. So yeah. I mean, unpo- unpopular opinion. I liked her in the film adapt- adaptation of Cats. A lot of people were complaining because Grizabella is supposed to be old. She's supposed to be an old cat, like decrepit on her way out. And they cast Jennifer Hudson. And she nailed it. She was perfect. I loved it. So unpopular <laughs> opinion with that. She was perfect in it. That was the only thing that was good about it. <laughs> <laughs> and Idris Elba. Come on. Yeah. Anything with Idris Elba. <sighs> I like penis. That would be it. <laughs> Who do you have, Shantae, for your badass? Believe it or not, because I, I wasn't sure, but I like Antonio Delgado as our lieutenant governor. I think he's going to draw the black vote because, you know, people think 
Shantae hates Kathy Hochul. That is not true. I don't hate the governor, but she needs to do better with the black vote. I always say that people think like, mm-hmm. oh, you're just being mean. You're being evil. No, she's not still delivering, even though she's passing bills, but she's still not going to the Bronx. She's not really going to. She went to Mega Edwards College to sign the bill, but like, are you going to go and campaign? Mm-hmm. To be the governor and still fucking campaign. Our AG campaigning and she's still being a motherfucking AG. She was at the at, at the Rochester um, Juneteenth Jubilee. Mm-hmm. Like, like I always say, people think I mean my feelings. She should have been, she was supposed to be the next governor after Andrew Cuomo. Like it was projected. I, and I know Eliane, you you know that. And I Sarah, you heard that many times. Like she was supposed to be the next person after Andrew Cuomo. Like she was mm-hmm. gonna be the first official black governor of New York, like elected. But you know, we can't always have everything we want, right? Yeah. So yeah, we can't have everything we want, which you know, if we did, we wouldn't have a mosquito-faced state party chair. Yeah, who looks like a stranger voodoo. And on that note, (laughs) look out for our poll. So our nominees for badass of the week are Judge Ludwig, Jennifer Hudson, Greg Jacobs, and Antonio Delgado. So please vote and And please stick around and listen to us next week to find out the winner on Unapologetically She. Until next time. Bye, ladies. Bye. So thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Unapologetically She. I'm Eliane. I'm Shantae. I'm Sarah. I'm Lauren Ashley. I'm Katie. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at the T-H-E-E Joyful She. Again, at the T-H-E-E Joyful She. We'll see you online.